0: Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac, representing Brothers on Tennis. Showing up. (laughs) I'm coming at you because if you recall, one of our last episodes, we talked about kind of identifying what are our favorite episodes. So Bryce was going to talk about a favorite episode of his. Chester, our producer, was going to talk about one of his favorites. And I was going to talk about and or nominate one of my favorites. And I tell you what, folks, it was an easy, easy decision for me. It's all about that BOT-102, baby. Really and truthfully, it is something that is fundamental and foundational as it relates to Brothers on Tennis. You need a little bit of BOT-102 in your life in order to understand what we're talking about as it relates to our tennis analysis. It talks about bagels. It talks about hoe biscuits. It talks about, ain't nobody scared of you? (laughs) Yes, because why? We ain't scared of nobody because we're doing it. So again, BOT102, this is my absolute favorite episode. I'm telling you, you need to listen. You need to understand, get out your pencils, write some things down, apply it to your regular life. Like I said, tell somebody, ain't nobody scared of you. I ain't scared of your game. I ain't scared of what you bring into the table. What? I'll give you this breadstick and walk away. <laughs> Yes sir. So BOG 102 is my favorite folks. Have fun listening. Happy holidays to you. If I don't get to uh, to say anything more to you, we uh we really appreciate your uh your listening to us and we are looking forward to an outstanding 2020. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself and until next time. We'll see you. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac.
1: And this is your boy, Bryce.
0: And we are Brothers on Tennis. And you know what, y'all? We just finished up Brothers on Tennis 101, and we figured we'd bring you Brothers on Tennis 102. Oh, shut your mouth now. It's about to get good up in here. What we are planning to cover, fellas, and what listeners, excuse me, is some of those little special, special things that we talk about that give it a little bit of character when we are giving our podcast. So Bryce, what, what do you think about that? What do you think about Brothers on Tennis 102?
1: Well, 102 is going to be a lot of fun because 101, we had to kind of be serious and go through the actual specifics about the game of tennis and we were in a teaching mode and all that. This one, <laughs> we're just kind of straight lit off at you. Um, you know, <laughs> Isaac and I have been talking tennis for over 20 years. And over the years, we've come up with kind of our own terminology to represent certain situations, certain scores within the game, and we already have started using this terminology in some of the episodes, and we thought, you know what, we probably need to break it down a little bit for the (laughs) listeners so that they understand what this means, because I know even my mom was listening to this, and she was like, what does that mean? You know? Right? But... uh, (laughs) But right here, we're going to define it all for you.
0: That's right. That's right. And we're going to start out with the basics. Now, when first of all, we talked about scoring in 101. And we talked about when someone wins a set, 6-love, which means six zero. What that is called, folks, is a bagel. Bagel. <laughs> B-A-G-E-L. Bagel. So think about a bagel. When you, when you wake up in the morning and you are like super hungry, what you want? You want to get you a little bagel. You want to get some food in your belly, right? So listen, <laughs> when someone is beaten Six Love, we call them, A, getting fed because they got fed a bagel <laughs> because what? they look like they was hungry and they needed some nourishment. So therefore, you had to feed them. Bryce, go on ahead, man.
1: And getting fed is not to be confused with anything with Roger Federer <laughs> uh, because he rarely gets fed unless it's with Raphael Nadal in the French Open. But
0: <laughs> you have the bacon, right? So right.
1: continuing with that concept, if the person is able to get one game hmm. in the set and so hmm. they lose six to one, that doesn't remove you from getting fed. That mm-hmm. means you got a breadstick. So if somebody, okay, let's take a very real example from the U.S. Open this year. Yes, let's yes. Let's take Venus Williams. <laughs> when, hi, shy, shy, whatever her name was, when she beat her 6-1, six, six, she gave her a breadstick and a bagel. And that meant she what? Got fed.
0: Exactly. She was hungry. And and let, let's let's we not forget Bryce. Uh there was also another first round match that her sister Serena Williams played in against Miss Maria Sharapova and she also won 6-1 6-1 giving her two breadsticks. So she looked across the net and then said, "Hey Maria, you look like you're hungry, baby. Let me go ahead and hook you up. You need some bread. Let me go and give it to you." <laughs> Yes, sir.
1: And so yes. the way we look at it is you have to win at least three games in a set for it to be respectable. Even yes. in
0: losing. Yes. Yes. So, even in losing.
1: Right. So once again, zero is a bagel. Hmm. One is a breadstick. You're not saved with only winning two games. And when you have won only two games, we call that a whole biscuit. Now, some of you may not know what a whole biscuit is, so I'm going to break it down to you real quickly. Preach, Bryce. When you're in the kitchen and you got your batter, and (laughs) you're making your biscuits, right? And you're supposed to make 12, right? Yes. You're supposed to make 12.
0: That's right. It's an even number. And
1: yet you're kind of patting together that last biscuit, and you're like, well, I have more batter left, but it's not enough batter for a 13th biscuit. Right. But what I can do... I can add it to this 12th biscuit and have <laughs> one really good biscuit. And that biscuit is called a whole biscuit. And yes. so when you lose 6-2, you were fed a whole biscuit.
0: That's right. And honestly, I love me some whole biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like them on the tennis court, but I love me some whole
1: biscuits. Now, come oh, on now. man. So you will hear us use this terminology all of the time. Matter of fact, we probably use bagel, breadstick, and whole biscuit more than we use one, zero, one, and two. (laughs) Exactly. So
0: we need you to fully, fully understand when we are saying bagel, breadstick, whole biscuit, we mean six loves, six one, six two. So you got to follow. Those are the basics of Brothers on Tennis. So you got to have that in your pocket, folks. Got to have that.
1: Absolutely. So another term that you will hear us use is, and this is the abbreviated version, you may hear us say FBF or you may hear us say Fight B Fight or if we're feeling froggy we're just going to say the whole thing and say Fight Bitch Fight and (laughs) what that means is if you you're watching a match and the two players are just going at it or if you have a player that is refusing to go down and they are digging their heels in and they are they're putting in work. What? Our, our rally cry for them is FBF fight be right. fight. Fight bitch fight. Fight bitch fight. And we can't give you the whole backstory of where that came from, <laughs> but we'll let your imagination run on that. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) Just imagine
0: two fighters in the ring, and they are just absolutely wailing on one another. You're
1: like, this fight. That's right. (laughs) Right.
0: Yes. Don't be letting them get up on you. You get back up on them. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, that is definitely the rally cry. FBF. Come on now. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, one of the other things that I personally love to say, because there's a lot of times when someone just comes out on the court And they just have that look in their eye. And I don't know what it is. I don't know if they are mad. I don't know if somebody in their camp done, 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 just done something wrong. You never know what's going on with tennis players. But sometimes they come out there and they like, you know what? I ain't trying to hear this from, from, from you today. They're talking to their opponent. I'm, I'm not trying to hear this from you. And so basically they come on out there and they have an attitude of, you know, straight up. Bitch, it might scare you. So, I mean, <laughs> I want you to think about Putin Seva and Naomi Osaka. <laughs> <laughs> now, Putin Seva, I don't even know if she ranked in the top 50. But Naomi Osaka, number one player, ranked, number one ranked player in the world. Putin Seva walks up on court. And she like Naomi. Bitch, ain't nobody scared of you. I I am not impressed by you. I am impressed by your game. You're not gonna stress me. I'ma put the thangs on you. And well that's, I probably should explain that as well. <laughs> when you say you're gonna put the things on somebody, that means you about to you about to put in work. You are about to do your thing and you about to what? Get that victory. So when Putin Saver plays Naomi Osaka, she come out on the court like, bitch, she you never know, scared of you. I'm about to put the thangs <laughs> on you. So anytime you see somebody and they think they all of that, you walk up to them and be like, bitch, ain't
1: scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and kind of piggybacking on that is when you have a player, when they are determined they're going to win, they're not impressed by your hype or your resume. Uh, <laughs> and we can use, for an example, Bianca Andrescu against Serena hmm. Williams in the US well. Open Final. You know, she didn't care about all the pomp and circumstance that came along with Serena. <laughs> she went out there. She had a job to do. And when she and what we like to say is when they're flexing on that person, we get biblical on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we say, <laughs> Bianca Andrescu said, Serena, get thee behind me. Meaning <laughs> there is no way I'm going to let you handle up on me today. Today is my day. Yes, this yes. is the day that I have made. So, Preach. get thee behind
0: me. <laughs> yes, and know that. So, when anybody is stressing you at work, that's what you need to say get thee behind me. Because I'm not trying to deal with you today. Get thee behind me. Uh-uh. 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 Listen folks, let me just let me just go on ahead and give you one more, one more feel good, because this is my favorite one. This is the one I probably use most, or you'll hear me use most across all of our podcasts. But you know, sometimes I, I'm not a huge boxing fan, but what I do appreciate is sort of that whole pre-match process. So when they walk into the ring, they walk in and they doing they they you know, they mad. They're looking like, yeah, I'm about I'm about to do some things. And what happens? The people in their camp, they pull out this humongous jar of Vaseline. <laughs> and they grab it. And they put Vaseline on their hands and they start rubbing it on their face. And the purpose for that is because when you get hit, you don't want that full impact to... to, to you don't want to have to take that full impact. You want that punch to kind of slide off of you a little bit so that it don't hurt so much, right? And also, for those folks who are in the inner the cities, they know about this. They know about when someone says, I'm about to go, go put my Vaseline on, they know that there's about to be some straight-up hood fighting going on. So, whenever I say, look, she pulled out her jar of Vaseline and got to work, that's basically what I'm referred to. That means that, look, they ain't scared of you. They got their Vaseline. They're not trying to they can withstand the punches that you throw at them. And guess what? They're gonna be throwing them right back at you. So most of the women that come on the court, sometimes they're a little scared. And 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 I'm not saying just the women, the fellas too. Because sometimes they get intimidated, sometimes they go out. Apparently Dimitrov had on his Vaseline when he played Roger Federer. <laughs> <laughs> and the quarterfathers of, of the U.S. Open. He was like, Roger, I'm tired of you. I'm tired of <laughs> you big me. I'm about to bring out my, my, my jar of Vaseline, and we about to duke it out. And he <laughs> he, he brought them thanks to Roger Federer on the day. So anytime you hear somebody talking about they about to bring out their jar of Vaseline, you
1: really need to watch out. <laughs> now, we have another term, too, that we use. Now, whenever somebody does something crazy, now, whether that's Osaka dropping Sasha well. or uh, Svitolina trying to play Serena uh, Williams from 20 feet behind the baseline, <laughs> we're like, she's smoking crack. <laughs> you know, smoking crack is whenever you do something that is
0: just dumb, 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 dumb.
1: dumb. Right? What are you
0: doing?
1: We smoke. Playing a clay court tournament.
0: Oh!
1: Before. Oh! oh <laughs> hardcore You to put him
0: on like that.
1: <laughs> he was smoking crack.
0: He was smoking crack. He was crack.
1: smoking crack.
0: Because he knew he should have been on a hard court. You don't go from Wimbledon back to clay in order to get on a hard court. That is smoking some crack. What? Come on now, Dominique team. On. Shame on you.
1: Somebody should just call him Pookie and left it alone. <laughs>
0: Right? Oh man. And listen, there was one that got kind of got invented as we started this podcast. And it's one that I, I feel like it has some lasting power, Bryce. And it's just simply put, jolly whopped.
1: <laughs>
0: Sometimes if you talk about somebody, they just got jolly that means that someone just climbed all over them and put it just, they just wasn't ready. Simply put, if you got jolly that just means you simply were not ready for what got put on you. And I'm telling you, that is Maria Sharapova. Maria Sharapova got jolly by Serena Williams. So there's your example. Slang 101 or Brothers on Tennis 101. How do you use jolly Wapped? Maria Sharapova got jolly by Serena Williams. Boom, boom, boom. There you go. <laughs> so,
1: so so in summary, we have terminology for a whole bunch of stuff that you don't want to happen to you, right? <laughs> exactly. You, you, you don't want to get fed. You don't no. want no bagels. You don't nope. want no breadsticks. Mm-hmm. You don't want no whole biscuits. You no. don't want nobody to put on no Vaseline and no boxing gloves. And you <laughs> sure don't want to be jolly whopped, And you don't want anybody to be not scared of you. And <laughs> you definitely don't want to be caught smoking crack. And then you don't ever want to find yourself getting the behind someone. And right. you never want someone to have to rally cry out for you. Fight the fight.
0: That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, and also, don't don't let nobody take their earrings off on you either. Because that that's... that's... <laughs> <laughs> That, you know, because if a girl walks up on you and she starts pulling off her earrings, you should really be afraid. Because that's right. not something that you want to see. <laughs> you,
1: need, you need to get thee behind somebody else if you start seeing it. <laughs> that's still coming out. I'm, oh, I'm trying, trying to my tell goodness. you. Yes. <laughs> so, feel free to use this episode as a reference. If one of these terms comes out in the episode, you're like, gee. I don't remember what Jolly Wop meant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can come back, listen to this short episode, and you, you
0: will be up to speed.
1: All so, right,
0: don't be scared. Don't be scared to listen to this uh, this particular episode over and over. You'll learn a lot, and you can even apply it to your regular life. Go on, tell your mama. Be like, "Am hey, I scared of you?" That, you're not <laughs> <slap> that. <laughs> don't, you might get slapped.
1: Don't get nobody <laughs> in trouble now. Do not use. This is not safe-for-work terminology, either. <laughs>
0: exactly. Do not get fired and then be trying to get up on this. Well, Brothers on Tennis told us I can say it.
1: No, nah, mm-hmm. nah, son. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll let Brothers on Tennis give you your next paycheck. So, <laughs> anyway, we ain't got no money, so don't, don't get yourself in that situation. Right. So, <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna wrap this up so this stays nice and short for you, but yes. use this as a reference, and remember We are Brothers on Tennis. This is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we will talk to you soon. Take care.